0: Hello again and welcome to my podcast. It's about 20 minutes to 3 a.m. and I need to be getting to bed soon, but I did want to talk a little bit uh, um, about something that happened over the weekend that uh, still kind of bugs me Um, and it has to do with a club that uh, I first became associated with in 1986 It's a, uh, you may be familiar with uh, ham radio or amateur radio. It's a a hobby radio uh, service licensed by the Federal Communications Commission. You have to learn, uh, take, uh, pass exams. And uh, years ago, you had to learn Morse code uh, in order to get a license, but not anymore. Uh, But the exams still exist, and uh, there's uh, probably six or seven hundred thousand licensed radio operators in, in the United States now. Uh, this club was uh, the purpose of this club was to give uh, those of us who had an interest in radio uh, an opportunity to get together and share ideas and um, you know kind of just chit chat about the hobby. Uh, the club was my first experience with uh, ham radio in January of uh, the following year in '87 my brother and I uh, uh, took part in a a licensing class and where we were both licensed and been licensed my brother and I and now and my wife of course we've been licensed ever since and so we were also part of the club Um, now uh, I spent a few years living out of the county working for newspapers in neighboring counties Uh, but but the whole time I was I was there. Um, I was local. I was active in whatever club I was, you know, radio club nearby. And then we moved back to the county, and uh, uh, and uh, well, let's see, it's been back in the '90s we moved back here, and I got back active in the club again, which had gone dormant. Um, the club it's gone dormant a couple of times, uh, you know interest in clubs kind of waxes and wanes and um, people get burned out of being the, uh, the leader um, and this uh, the club uh, had has had its down points and so when I moved back here my wife and I kind of resurrected the club um, and the best way to do that was to bring in some new people through a licensing class so uh, we started a licensing class and uh, which was successful got some new people involved who were very enthusiastic and one of the things you find especially after you've been licensed as long as I have is you kind of everything's kind of old hat now you know we've done it all or not done it all if I haven't done it all I've seen it so it's not novel it's not new to me anymore but the bringing in new people who are fresh and enthusiastic uh, is really kind of infectious and it really makes you appreciate well uh, the 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 hobby that you're part of. So uh, anyway, so that's, uh, and then the the club again later went dormant, and so again after a couple of years my wife and I, uh, we decided to do another uh, license class, and of course um, one of the big things is, of course clubs know this now, but one of the big ways of of getting an organization together is to have, you've got to have activities at the meetings. Mm which create a reason to come, and also uh, some sort of newsletter. Now, in those days, there was no Facebook, so newsletters, I was newsletter editor, I was a journalist, so I was obviously the default newsletter editor, which was, a, which was really a, a love of mine to do this, because it, and I mailed it to every, every person in, with an interest in radio in the county, and I had a lengthy mailing list and mailed it out to let people know hey we're here and we would get invariably we would get some interest from people who had been inactive and not involved in the club or in ham radio so it all worked out really well and um, anyway over the years uh, um, uh, the club uh, club leadership has changed and uh, changed and changed and uh, and I uh, uh, at one point, I, I got pretty disgusted with the uh, the club's leadership because the president, the then president of the club, his focus was he basically all he did was complain about we're not doing enough, but he never organized a thing. He was like, "All right, you guys have to do this," and you know he based, and he spent his time bitching, and I'm like, I, "Life's too short for this." So uh so I became inactive. I didn't go to club meetings anymore. Another reason I quit going to club meetings. One of our members who um who actually he attended my license class and I brought him into the hobby. Um he for years was squatting in his former family home on their farm outside of town. Um he uh the uh, the home was lost in uh, court action after his parents died, and they they did they died without a will, and then the uh, uh, the oldest son in the family uh, didn't pay taxes on it and didn't want the house, and anyway it ended up being sold at auction for the for the taxes and then bulldozed. Um, but Neil had been squatting in that house for years. No electricity, no running water, and um, and he um, and it made you wonder why he did that. But anyway, Neil's uh, personal hygiene left a lot to be desired. And going to a club meeting when he would arrive at a club meeting, you you knew it. Um, because he just he just didn't smell very good, um, and of course nobody wants to tell him he stinks. But he already knew that, I believe. Um, but but what was really worse than Neil's body odor and hygiene was his negativity. Life sucked, and Neil would would everything he he had such a negative aura around him, and he was such a downer. And I you know. My wife nicknamed him Eeyore because, you know, everything was bad and it's going to be worse tomorrow. It it was just, and he would come to the, when I was president of the club, he would come to the meetings and and as we were trying to wrap up and get something else done and adjourn, he'd begin asking these inane, uh, off the topic questions that basically were, well, how come we're not doing this? This club is doing this. Why aren't we doing it? And it's like, well, Neil, would you like to uh, be chairman of the project to bring that to our club? No, no. I just wondered why we're not doing that. Constantly on and on. And if it wasn't about what another club is doing, it was was really just dumb questions about other things. And and, and he... uh, Anyway, he as you as you can probably guess, he got under my skin, uh, and has gotten under my skin for for years now. Uh, a little bit of him goes a long way. So uh, he was another reason I didn't want to go to meetings anymore because they weren't fun. There was nothing, There was no joy there. The uh, the president of the club at that, uh, and it just the club wasn't doing anything. And uh, most of the time was spent bitching, bitching about this, bitching about that. And uh, again, life's too short to be uh, to spend it bitching. Um, you know, this club is supposed to be uplifting and fun, and and it it has long since ceased to be fun. So I decided, well, I'll uh, remain involved, but I'm not going to meetings. Well. <laughs> Oddly enough, over the, this past weekend, I was checking the status of the club radio license, which I obtained f- for the club in 2003. And I have served as trustee of that license since 2003. I've renewed it, I paid for the, uh, the license and its renewal. I have, uh, you know, even though I haven't been active in the club in the last five years, I have shepherded that license. Um, on behalf of the club. Well, I was checking its expiration date, and I found out that I had been, as of January 20th, pardon me, February 20th, I had been removed as trustee of the radio club license. And, um, well, tell you tell you the truth, it, it pissed me off. Um, not that it, Not that it's a huge deal, but, you know, I kind of have ownership in that. I mean, I, I'm the one who um, people had been in the club in 2002 and three had talked about, we really need a radio club license, and nobody would, nobody would do it. And I thought, well, by God, I'm doing it. So I did it. I paid for it, and, and I paid for the renewal, and I've renewed it when it came due, everything else. And, uh, and I've been the trustee ever since. And then I find out in the last month that uh, uh, the club, which has changed name twice in the last uh, in the last year or two, most recently um, uh, recently fought, come under the uh, umbrella of the uh, of an American Legion post club, uh, that they decided to uh, they named someone else. Someone else took over the uh, trusteeship and they changed the name of the of the club on the uh, on the license on the radio club license so you know if they had asked me I would have been happy to do that but nobody even I, I kind of just was broadsided and and kind of kicked to the curb so you know I, and uh I don't know It just kind of uh, kind of hurt to uh, to uh, be abandoned like that. But anyway, in the in the days since, I've decided uh, to um, that maybe it's time to reconstitute the original radio club and bring back that name, which uh, uh, has been dormant for 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 uh, a few a a few handful of years now, and and. I'll try to make this quick. Um, ten years ago or so, a, the then club president wanted the, our club to become a nonprofit organization. Well, what he didn't do was to check in what check in to what that actually would cost the club. So he filed documents with the secretary of state, set up the club as a non not for profit organization with him as the trustee and he was in charge of it well unlike the FCC uh, he died uh, a couple of years later and there was no way for any of us to uh, um, there was no there was no living uh, club member available who could uh, go in and petition uh, to change this record with the Secretary of State's office so anyway nobody renewed it it went. That record just it was dissolved administratively. Uh, all right then a, a year or two later um, one of the new hams who moved here decided that he did a little research and he was told that uh, now now let's let's go back to the when the guy wanted to make the club nonprofit. He never filed actual paperwork to make the club a nonprofit. All he did was to file the, to incorporate the club as a nonprofit with the Secretary of State, and that lasted uh, one year. However, you can call yourself a nonprofit, but unless you have that status with the IRS, you're not a nonprofit, and that's what the that's that's really the key. The IRS has to you have to get that status approved by the IRS, and he never did that because of the cost involved, which you know so. That kind of went nowhere. Anyway, uh, this new club member who became president uh, told told me that they were going to have to abandon the radio club name because to use it, they were going to have to pay thousands of dollars in back taxes. And and he said an accountant told him about this. Well, uh, and I disputed that because there were never any taxes due because the club never achieved any sort of nonprofit status the club had no revenue um uh, to report you know it just didn't you know there was nothing to report here so but he assured me that his his accountant said that it would cost you know thousands and thousands of dollars to to continue to use the name and i'm like no not at all so anyway the uh the club wasn't incorporated, and I never felt it should have been incorporated. Um, so uh, it, that that incorporation lasted a year and did nothing for the club. So, so my goal now is to reconstitute that original club using the original name. It will not be a nonprofit, however. Um, now, there's benefits to being a nonprofit. Then you can make donations. You know, nonprofit. Uh, you know, you can solicit donations from government entities and, um, and other, other organizations that are willing to donate to nonprofits. Well, the truth is this club would, will never be big enough to be a substantial nonprofit or to have a mission uh, to be a nonprofit. So, enjoyment of the radio hobby is where it's at and that's this club's focus. So, but anyway, I haven't really reconstituted it yet, but I will. And I'm going to uh, end up uh, applying for another radio club license using that club's, using the club's original name. Um, So anyway, we'll see where things go from there. Um, and, uh, and, and, And really, again, the secret to bringing in new members is to have a license class. So that's really where we're going with this. Um, it will have to, uh, will have to have a licensing class uh, at some point in the in the future with this new club. So anyway, that's uh, that's where things stand. And and maybe I'm being petty, you know. Maybe, you know, maybe I, I just wish that they had, kind of wish they'd just let me know that they wanted to change the name of the club. I would have done it. I would have gone through the steps to do that. They didn't have to boot me from trusteeship of the radio license, but they did. Be that as it may, they did. So um, anyway, uh, I think now's the time to bring back the radio club, and maybe maybe it's time for me uh, to get back involved with, with radio a little more. Um, and, and as a social organization, I've been pretty antisocial lately. <laughs> Anyway, what's that old saying I, of Groucho Marx's? Uh, I wouldn't be a member of any club that would have me as a member. <laughs> anyway, so that's my rant for today. It's uh, got about 17 and a half minutes into this and hope it makes sense. Um, I will uh, have more, hopefully something more substantial to talk about. Uh, maybe I can um, get a post- Um, recorded on my way to uh, pulmonary rehab tomorrow. Anyway, take care and thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you again very soon on, uh, on the podcast. Have a great night.